Support for NPR comes from ADP. Say you're in HR and a solar flare adds an extra hour to each day. How would this impact business? ADP designs forward-thinking solutions to help your business take on the next anything. ADP, always designing for people. When we asked our listeners to tell us which Muppets were their favorites, we knew you'd all come through. And did you ever. More than 6,000 of you cast more than 18,000 votes, and we have the results. Today, we're sharing your definitive ranking of the best Muppets. I'm Stephen Thompson. And I'm Linda Holmes. And in this encore episode of NPR's Pop Culture Happy Hour, we're talking with our co-hosts Aisha Harris and Glenn Weldon about your ranking of the best Muppets. This message comes from NPR sponsor, BetterHelp. When you keep your stress bottled up, it can eat away at you. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to make them better. Try BetterHelp Online Therapy, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp at BetterHelp.com NPR today to get 10% off your first month. This message comes from NPR sponsor, the official Hacks podcast from Max. Join the creators and showrunners of Hacks as they discuss each episode and speak with the cast and crew about the making of the series. Listen to the official Hacks podcast wherever you get your podcasts. This is very, very exciting. And before we get started, we do want to go over a couple of the rules just so you understand what the parameters were. As we mentioned, thousands of people voted and each person could pick up to three Muppets. It wasn't uh, weighted for your first choice or whatever. You just got three votes for three Muppets. People voted, I am told, for over 150 different Muppets. Could I name 150 (laughs) Muppets? Most definitely not. Uh, These could be any Muppet from any property or era, including The Muppet Show, Muppet Babies, Fraggle Rock, Sesame Street, Labyrinth, whatever. But they had to actually be Muppets, right? Uh, So, for example, Yoda is not a Muppet. And I know some people think he is, but a quick Google will tell you that Yoda is not a Muppet. The cast of Avenue Q, not Muppets. Human beings, not Muppets. No Jason (laughs) Segel, no Tim Curry, no Michael Caine, no Charles Grodin. We also made a couple of judgment calls about how to count. We counted all variations of a Muppet character as one. So Gonzo the Great. Uh, from The Muppet Show and Gonzo from Muppet Babies were put together as votes for Gonzo. Some were counted as a pair, like Statler and Waldorf were counted as a pair. Others, however, we did make the decision to consider individually based on whether they had sort of distinct identities from each other. We would include in this Beaker and Dr. Bunsen Honeydew counted separately, Bert and Ernie, of course, counted separately. And the Fraggles of Fraggle Rock counted individually. So I want to go around first and ask all of you to make a prediction because I've already seen the list, but I want each of you to predict what Muppet you think got the most votes. Aisha, what do you think? Ooh, well, I feel like it should be Miss Piggy because she is the best. Uh, <laughs> but my guess is going to be on it being Kermit. It's just like he is the face of the Muppets, Jim Henson, and why not? I mean, it's like he's the Mickey Mouse of that universe. So it's true. I'm going with Kermit. All right, Kermit. Glenn, what do you think? 
I think that Grover is definitely at or very, very near the top. You know, a lot of people grew up with him, uh, and they are now in the voting pool. Um, He remains a breakout character on Sesame Street, and he is, you know, just adorable and endearing. I would be very dismayed if Big Bird, however, is up there, because that combination of, you know, earnestness and uh, lack of intelligence is not cute. It's annoying, and I've always hated Big Bird. Blasphemous. Absolute blasphemy. You are taking some bold stances out of the gate here, Glenn Weldon. I'm bringing the negative energy to the Muppet conversation. That's what I'm doing. (laughs) All right, Stephen, who do you think is going to have the most votes? I mean, there are many different ways you can go with this. I mean, one way you could take it is that the Muppet show maybe doesn't necessarily have the currency with some of our audience that it does with people who are specifically my age and, and grew up with it. And that Sesame Street is a little bit more universal, like more of our audience will have encountered Sesame Street. So there is a part of me that thinks like one of the main Sesame Street Muppets. But I agree with Aisha. I think it's Kermit just based on some of the simple rules of crowdsourcing where Kermit's just going to make everybody's top three or most people's top three. Uh, So I'm going to go with Kermit. Kermit. All right. Thank you very much, Stephen. I'm not going to make a prediction because I already know the answer. We are going to get uh, right underway. So coming in at number 10. What was that? It's called the medium sketch. The medium sketch? Yeah, it wasn't rare, and it certainly wasn't well done. (laughs) Solid. Yes. Surprised they're not higher. (laughs) So, of course, yes, Statler and Waldorf, considered as a pair, came in number 10. They sit in the balcony of The Muppet Show. They are the hecklers, or as our producer and I were discussing earlier today, either the original bloggers or the original commenters, (laughs) depending on how you want to look at it. So Statler and Waldorf. Yeah. Also, I was surprised that none of us picked them to identify with because they are kind of the patron saint for critics. Yes, but they're also the negative stereotype of critics that we hate everything. That's true. <laughs> so I refuse to identify with them. Yeah, I like too many things to be, to really relate to Statler and Waldorf. I do think Statler and Waldorf were a great kind of entry level to sarcasm mm-hmm. in a way that mm-hmm. I think was very formative for a lot of people who grew up on The Muppet Show. Yeah. And I think they served one of the same purposes that Oscar the Grouch actually served on Sesame Street, which is, you know, it's that little bit of lemon zest in a dish that kind of gives it that little tiny acid hit that makes everything more balanced. Mm -hmm. I think they are like that little tiny flourish that keeps the tone on the on the tracks. Huh. So if they're the acid, who's the salt fat? (laughs) Well, you know, it's funny that you would mention that right at this moment, Glenn. Roll the tape. Uh, So, of course, that is the Swedish chef. He sounds like that. (laughs) Here's the funny thing about the Swedish chef. I realized when I was an adult that I didn't really process when I was little. I thought he was so funny because he threw food around and because he had this funny voice and he sang in these funny little songs. He had this kind of incomprehensible way of talking. I didn't really process at that time how much of the joke was the real hands coming around the Mm -hmm. Muppet. It's not that I didn't know that was what it was. It's just I didn't pick up on how much that was the joke that the person back there was trying to manipulate food in front of Swedish Chef from behind Swedish Chef. So I I sort of love him additionally as an adult because I came to kind of better understand what that physical comedy came from. Oh, I was today years old when I learned that that was the bit. <laughs> I didn't, like, I knew his hands were a real person's, but I never actually 
put two and two together. <laughs> I feel stupid now. No, 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 no. You know, <laughs> that guy actually chops celery and actually flips flapjacks. And that that is, it's how I, it always terrified me when he would bring out a knife because it just seemed like an accident waiting to happen. Get OSHA involved. Yeah. All right. Swedish chef at number nine. Moving on to number eight. Mm, we may get some angry mail from someone's attorney. Here you go at number eight. Call me. Call you? What for? No money in hog calling. Well, call this cigar breath. Hi! So that, of course, in eighth place is Miss Piggy. Number eight. She is going to be pissed. I blame the the woke mob. She's too she's too <laughs> controversial. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna listen to this, and her eyes are gonna go big like they sometimes do, which is terrifying. And mm-hmm. we're gonna get karate chat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I I expect some blowback from her PR team. I expect some blowback. I just want to say, I would not have put her eighth. I would put her higher than eighth. She should rank higher just because she is both the salt and the heat. That's true. She is the salt and the heat. I'll go along with that. Plus, she is the umami in a way. All right. (laughs) So on to number seven. Here we go, number seven. Hey, waka waka. Ah, waka waka waka. Here I am, fuzzy bear, to tell you jokes both old and rare. Waka waka waka. So my favorite thing about Fozzie Bear, I must say, is that in the old Muppet show, I love the fact that in the intro during the song, they would cut to Fozzie to do some extremely terrible, like, vaudeville joke. Um, and I love the fact that they kind of stuck to the idea that he was this cornball stand-up comedian. When I was a kid, Fozzie was my favorite. And I think he really tapped into my own bottomless well of neediness. <laughs> and I think anybody who's ever wanted to be funny can find something to love in poor, sweet, grasping Fozzie. I think I admire him more than I enjoy him. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm firmly on Team Statler and Waldorf when it comes to Fozzie. <laughs> All right. Coming in sixth place. Roll the tape. You haven't even looked in my soup. You looked everywhere but in my soup. But, 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 sir, then where do you want to fly? I don't want to fly anywhere. Well, then why did you ask for a bowl of fly soup? I didn't ask for a bowl well, of fly soup. You should have asked for a bowl of soup and said, hold the flies. That's Will what you, you bring me another bowl of soup? Well, that, of course, is Grover coming in sixth. Mm. They're doing the bit in which he is helping the irascible customer, trying, of course, trying as always to be helpful, trying as always to do his best. In those sketches, he had a great chemistry with Charlie, the cook, who we never saw or heard from, but uh, he had extended conversations with Charlie. He did good space work. (laughs) I love how long his arms are. They're just so long and stringy, and he moves them when he gets exasperated. It's great to see them flailing. Yeah, I think Muppet arms are a a big part of appreciating Muppets. And I think he has some of the best. He has some of the best ones. And plus, if you've never read uh, There's a Monster at the end of this book, then. Yes. Yeah, seriously. Very self-possessed, too, because, you know, he knows he's furry and, and lovable and cute. And he's not afraid of saying it. I like that about him. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Here we go. Coming in fifth. But I'm so why should they make me cry? Oh, why should they make me cry? So 
that, of course, is your piano player, Ralph, sitting huh. there playing the piano. Not as chill as I associate normally with uh, Ralph, but I'm glad he's up there. Top five. <laughs> yeah. Y'all voted in Ralph in fifth place. Who did you put in fourth place? Here we go. Play the tape. Me, 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 me. Me, me. <laughs> A rare star turn for <laughs> the uh, science lab assistant Beaker, who is the assistant to Dr. Bunsen Honeydew. If you watch the very first Dr. Bunsen Honeydew bit, he didn't even have Beaker with him. Then they added Beaker, but Beaker didn't talk. And the the meep meep meeping was sort of developed over time until it became. That Beaker's thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> His mouth is doing a lot of the doing a lot of the legwork. Yes, here it's true. <laughs> He's got that very unusual downturned mouth. Yeah, yep. Beaker made my short list of of favorite Muppets. I love Beaker, and part of the triumph of Beaker is a triumph of Muppet design. Beaker is so particular looking <laughs> in ways that have made me laugh for you know forty plus years. On to number three. Play the tape. <laughs> Couldn't do better. Could not do better. The drummer for Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem, Animal. Now, of course, again, not a joke. Like, I didn't fully understand how funny of a name Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem (laughs) was when I was young. And it's not because of the usual, like, Sesame Street thing or kids entertainment thing in general where you don't get the the pun or you don't get the joke like on Mr. Rogers how the donkey's name was Don Quixote uh-huh. like that did not I didn't get that when I was a kid this isn't that it's just the flair in the name Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem like I I love that name and I love Animal yes. the ultimate chaos Muppet ultimate chaos way. Muppet kind of cilantro but <laughs> chaos Muppet definitely cilantro <laughs> by which Glenn means better perhaps as a side dish than a main dish. You would not eat the bowl of cilantro. Uh-huh. But capable of providing a very specific flavor. All right. We have now reached the top two. All right. Number two, roll the tape. You can't do this. Why not? Well, you're a reflection. You're supposed to do just what I do. But you do ludicrous things. I do what? Ludicrous things. Of course I do. I'm an artist. All right. Uh, in second place, polyamorous chicken liker Gonzo the Great. Well, everyone likes a a player, so that would be... It's true. It's true. And I like how his high placement on this list, it's emblematic of weirdness. It means that his abiding weirdness and and strangeness is appreciated because it looks like, number one, is a testament to the ultimate lack of weirdness, and it's a little little bit more predictable, but I'm glad to see him up this high. Well, I think you have two different kinds of earnestness uh, rotating around each other like a binary star. Gonzo is near and dear to my heart. I'm I'm all for this pick. I want to say, though, people really leaned the Muppet show heavy in this voting. I really expected a lot more Sesame Street than we've gotten. I, I figured... Big Bird. You know, just the ubiquity of Elmo. I I know people, like, Elmo's super polarizing, but I wondered if his ubiquity would push him into the top ten. I'm I'm surprised by how little 
how little uh, Sesame Street there has been. Well, I'm wondering whether uh, Bert and Ernie may have suffered from being considered separately. Yeah. Siphoned votes off from Perhaps if they had been joined, they might have done better. I know many people do very much love Bert and Ernie. I do myself. I mean, Rubber Ducky. It's true, Rubber Ducky. But we're just stalling now. Because we've reached number one, we're at number one, we've gotten to number one. It's true, we just had a Chaos Muppet, Uh and I would venture to say number one is an Order Muppet. Hit it. Why are there so many songs about rainbows, and what's on the other side? Rainbows are visions. That's right. Our number one Muppet is Kermit the Frog, newscaster, singer, vaudeville theater manager, and general man about town. Kermit was funnier, weirder on Sesame Street in his early days. And once he got on The Muppet Show, I mean, that's what happens. You go into management, you know, you, you become less fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Except you ha- you can't discount the fact that also he has become probably the most memeable Muppet mm-hmm. out of all of mm-hmm. them, whether it's him sipping tea or his flailing arms. Again, he's the Mickey Mouse of the Muppet universe. And it makes sense to me. And, and I actually... You know what? I'm I'm pleased with this. I think he's he's he, he'll always have a place in my heart, even if he is kind of uptight. Also, <laughs> the way his face like sometimes scrunches mm-hmm. in, <laughs> I love it. There is something about the way the puppeteer's hand is able to bend Kermit's face that mm-hmm. that really conveys such an incredible range of emotions. I mean, many Muppets contain multitudes. I would argue that Kermit contains the most multitudes. Mm. I think that's right. And I think also we heard that little tiny bit of of Rainbow Connection. And I do keep going back to the Muppet movie. But I think, you know, he has in that film this sort of melancholy that is not just being rigid or, you know, rule following or whatever, but has this, you know, this idea of trying to make his dreams come true. I think the end of that movie is very touching, actually, partly because he's been so attached to this dreaminess. So I like Kermit as a number one pick. Very good job, everybody. And I think it's safe to say that having done this, we're going to look for perhaps other things we can throw to you guys to decide because this was really fun. And I do appreciate the work that our producer, Jessica Reedy, did to weed out answers (laughs) such as my husband. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we want to know who you think is the best Muppet, whether or not they are your husband. Find us at facebook.com slash PCHH. This episode was produced by Mallory Yu and edited by Jessica Reedy. Hello, Come In provides our theme music. Thanks for listening to Pop Culture Happy Hour from NPR. I'm Linda Holmes, and we'll see you all tomorrow. This message comes from NPR sponsor Mint Mobile. From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. So Mint Mobile is offering premium wireless starting at just $15 a month. To get your new phone plan for just $15, go to mintmobile.com switch. This message comes from NPR sponsor Rosetta Stone, an expert in language learning for 30 years. Right now, NPR listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership to 25 different languages for 50% off. Learn more at rosettastone.com NPR. Last year, over 20,000 people joined the Body Electric study to change their sedentary, screen-filled lives. And guess what? We saw amazing effects. 
Now you can try NPR's Body Electric Challenge yourself. Listen to updated and new episodes wherever you get your podcasts.